I've released 57 episodes so far this year, and I thought it would be a great idea to extract some of the key actionable insights that stood out for me from each of these episodes. And then I could share the one most important action step from that episode. James Schramko here from superfastbusiness.com, and you're listening to my friend Ash Roy on ProductiveInsights.com. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to ProductiveInsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Thanks for tuning in to the Productive Insights Podcast. It's great to have you here. Now, I'm actually recording this on Christmas Day, so I'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a fantastic New Year. It's been almost a year since I released my first podcast episode with Neil Patel in February 2015. I think this would be a great opportunity for me to say a big thank you to my friend James Schramko for getting me started with this podcast. Because of James's help, I was able to get the momentum that I needed when I started and get the artwork done and stuff like that. If you're listening, James, thank you very much. I really appreciate your help. I've released 57 episodes so far this year, and I thought it would be a great idea to extract some of the key actionable insights that stood out for me from each of these episodes. So the format I'm going to follow in this podcast series, which is probably going to be a three-episode series, is I'm going to tell you a bit about each episode, and then I'll talk about some of the key insights from the episode to give you a feel for the episode, and then I'll share the key action step that stood out for me. Now, this isn't a substitute for listening to the actual episodes because, of course, different things would strike you as important and actionable depending on your individual experiences and inclinations. So I strongly recommend you go ahead and listen to the whole episode if some particular action point stands out for you. If you have the time, I recommend listening to all of them. Now, because there's 57 episodes and 57 action points to cover, I will probably do this in a three-part series. I'll probably cover about 20 of the episodes in each part. I'll include the links to each of these episodes in the show notes, so you can always go back to those episodes and listen in more detail. That'll make it more convenient for you. And if you find the information helpful, then please do share it with your friends via social media or email so we can get this information out to as many people as possible. Please do stop by on iTunes and leave a five-star review if you feel so inclined. That would mean the world to me. Okay, let's get into the content. So episode number one was with Neil Patel, the founder of Kismetrics, and Neil and I had a conversation that spanned a whole lot of topics, including investments, content marketing, branding, client selection, and lots more. But at the three-minute mark in that episode, we talked about Neil's criteria for selecting clients. And guess what? The most important criteria wasn't financial in nature. The most important thing that Neil finds that matters when it comes to selecting a client is working out whether or not he can help that client. So the key takeaway for me was don't take on a client if you don't think you can really make a big impact and deliver spectacular results. Because in the long term, that's going to hurt your brand. By the way, we talked about some other interesting things as well about whether he has difficulty separating his company brand from his personal brand and the conversation moved to Steve Jobs and Apple. I also shared my little secret on how I made 20% on Warren Buffett's stock within two weeks following the stock split and then went on to double my investment. So definitely check out that episode. I think you'll find it very interesting. Okay, episode number two. This one was with James Schramko, the founder of Superfast Business, and we talked about how to use recurring income to maximize your profit 
and fund your perfect lifestyle. James explains the profit formula at around the two-minute mark, which I definitely think is worth having a listen to. The upshot of that discussion was James has used the recurring income model in his business to create a high-profit business that facilitates a very freedom-based lifestyle. He uses a great analogy where he talks about farming versus a hunting approach to business. When you go hunting, you're heading out every day with a spear looking for your dinner that night, as opposed to farming where you're sowing the seeds and cultivating the crop and reaping a harvest based on a systemized and structured approach. So the action step here is to consider creating a recurring income business model so that rather than acquiring new customers every day, you're selling more products to existing customers that have already done business with you and you're continuing to solve their problems and you're deepening your relationship with your existing clients, which is the ultimate retention strategy. Episode number three was with John Morrow, a former editor at Copyblogger and the founder of Boost Blog Traffic. I was trained directly by John Morrow and I can say that he is a great writer. We talked about how to use blogging to build a highly successful business online. John Morrow's story is incredibly inspiring. John suffers from spinal muscular atrophy, which he's had from birth, and this basically means he can't move from his face down. He shares a story about how he traveled 5,000 kilometers to Mexico to fund his medical expenses and support his lifestyle because things had become unsustainable in the United States. He went on to build a seven-figure business, which he still runs very successfully and has moved back to the US. One of the most important things he shared, apart from his very inspiring story, was the importance of learning to write good headlines. Action step, practice writing headlines if you want to become good at blogging or copywriting or pretty much anything that requires copy. Headlines are very important. Have a listen to what he has to say at around the 18-minute mark in that episode. Episode four was the narration of a blog post that I'd written called Seven Ways Poor Sleep is Killing Your Productivity and What You Can Do About It. Essentially, the post talks about how lack of sleep affects your circadian rhythms, has a massive impact in a negative way on your productivity, on your concentration, on your focus, how inadequate sleep can affect your metabolism, your immunity and your health. The action step here is try and get seven to eight hours sleep because most people require between seven and eight hours of sleep a night. Episode number five. This one was with Jake Hauer, the creator of the Fused app, and it was about how to increase customer retention through automated marketing. It was a great all-round discussion explaining what automated marketing is and how to use marketing sequences for customer onboarding and customer retention, etc. The biggest action step for me in this one was if you can afford it, hire a professional to do your automated marketing for you. Don't try and learn it yourself because it's going to take between 18 months to two years. We talk about this at around the 20-minute mark in the episode. Okay, episode six was with Chris Garrett from Copyblogger on how to use content marketing to win online. A great discussion about what content marketing is and how it can be used for business success. Chris actually teaches content marketing at a university in Alberta, Canada. One of the key insights he gave was content is an answer to the question that could be critical to your customer making a buying decision. The customer is already having a conversation with potential sellers online through research via Google and other search engines. The question is, will you or won't you be part of that conversation? And the way to be part of the conversation, if you choose to be, is through content marketing. The key action point is have a content creation system in place and use an incremental 
approach to get started with content marketing. Your business's future depends on it. We talk about it at around the 18 minute mark in that episode. Now, if you need help with your content marketing strategy, you can book a complimentary content marketing strategy session with me as a listener of this podcast. Just send me an email on ashaproductiveinsights.com and mention that you listen to this podcast episode and we can set it up. This complimentary offer is available only for a limited time. So if you're interested, it's a good idea to take action quickly. Episode 7 was with Kate Erickson from Entrepreneur on Fire. I interviewed her partner, John Lee Dumas, later in the podcast series, which we'll talk about later. This episode was about how Kate Erickson uses productivity and focus to help steer a very successful business. It was a great discussion around Kate's routine and how she approaches productivity. Now, Kate's biggest secret was themed days. Kate uses a themed approach to her days where she focuses on a single project for the whole day, which dramatically increases her productivity and her output. This makes perfect sense to me because context switching, which is when you flip from one task to another, is one of the biggest enemies to productivity. So the action step is consider using themed days for a project that you really want to focus on intensely. So this means you would work on just one project for the entire day, assuming that your routine allows it. Episode 8 was the narration of a blog post that I wrote as a contributor on Lifehack. I've written quite a few guest posts on Lifehack, so you might want to check those out. This one was called Get Productive, 15 Ideas That Really Work. In this post, I talked about many strategies you can use to increase your productivity. But the most important ones were learning to say no and focusing on tasks for finite periods to minimize procrastination. And the way I do that is by using the Pomodoro technique. That helps me increase my focus and creates a finite period of time to get me focused on tasks that I don't really want to do. So the action step is learn to say no to the zillions of opportunities that come hurtling your way unless you feel like you definitely want to move forward on that opportunity. If it's a maybe, don't do it. Only say yes to the things that you feel are a hell yeah and say no to the rest. Episode 9 was called Blind Man Driving with Kevin Rogers, comedian turned copywriter. This was a fantastic episode and needless to say, it was pretty funny. The title of this podcast came from an interesting piece of copywriting that I saw on the side of a truck that said Blind Man Driving. This guy installed blinds in people's homes on their windows and I thought it was such a great piece of copywriting that I decided to make it the title of the episode. Anyway, in this episode, Kevin talks about his 60-second sales hook, which at the time I recorded the podcast was free to download from his site, and it cost $5 to buy it from Amazon. So the action step here is head over to 60secondsaleshook.com, that's the number 60, and download the book to improve your copywriting abilities right away. By the way, Kevin Rogers is the founder of copychief.com, which is a great site if you want to improve your copywriting skills. Okay, episode 10, seven mistakes your brain makes every day and how to fix them using mindfulness. This was a narration of another guest post that I'd written and the article talked about various mistakes our brains tend to make every day and how to avoid making those mistakes to improve the quality of our lives. So I talked about things like how we're hardwired to avoid threats rather than maximize opportunities, the gambler's fallacy and how to overcome it, how to deal with cognitive dissonance, how to become aware of confirmation bias, how we tend to confuse selection factors with results. 
how we fall victim to price anchoring, and how to deal with overwhelm by not falling victim to the paradox of choice. The biggest action step for me is becoming aware of the paradox of choice, which is the situation that most of us find ourselves in all too often. In today's information overload environment, we have way more choices than we have time to execute on them. And therein lies the paradox of choice. We have so much choice that it's actually an inhibitor to our progress. So the action step here is to get very clear on what exactly you want to achieve and ignore all the other stimuli that are hitting you from the various screens around you, your computer, your phone, your watch, your television, the electronic billboards, and everything else that is throwing information at you. Mindfulness is an excellent tool to practice awareness. You can check out my blog post on mindfulness. Just head over to ProductiveInsights.com and type in mindfulness and a few articles should come up on mindfulness. But that's the key action step. Be aware of the paradox of choice and be clear on exactly where you're headed so you're not hijacked by these million choices that are coming at you from every direction. Episode 11 was with Dan Norris, who's the author of the book Seven Day Startup and the book Content Machine. In this episode, we talked a lot about startups and how to get started with your own startup. At around the seven minute mark, Dan talks about his view on consistent revenue as opposed to the recurring income model and explains it in the context of his company, WP Curve. He talks about how recurring revenue can actually limit your market potential And then he explains how WP Curve has a hybrid of recurring and non-recurring revenue. He offers heavily discounted annual memberships. He does do one-off jobs. He offers monthly unlimited jobs, but requires a minimum commitment of three months. So it's definitely worth listening to that as an alternative to the recurring income model if you feel that's too much of a jump. Action step here is to have a listen to the conversation between Dan and I around the consistent revenue model and evaluate that as an alternative to the recurring income business model if you feel that the recurring income model isn't a great fit for your business. Episode 12 was with Dan Norris and we focused on content marketing for startups. Essentially the conversation from the previous episode naturally moved into a very content focused episode so I decided to create a separate episode out of it and made it episode 12. This episode really focuses on content marketing especially as it relates to startups. And he talks a lot about his success with content marketing. At around the four minute mark, Dan talks about the three keys to successful content, actionable content, emotional connection with the audience, and contrarian ideas that grab attention. He also has some really important things to say about design at around the 18 minute mark. So you might want to check that out. The action step from this episode is to create content that is actionable. The action step is when creating content, make sure it's actionable, connects with your readers emotionally and has a contrarian element to grab their attention. Episode 13 was with James Reynolds, the founder of Viravo.com. It was called How to Create a Highly Successful Services Business. James and I talked about the definition of a services business and how to get started within the services business industry. The biggest action point out of this one was work out how to solve a customer's problem and deliver the solution to them first and then worry about your website and your logo and your business cards, etc. So find a solution that you can sell. That is key. Episode 14 was on Facebook advertising with Ralph Burns 
from Dominate Web Media. I featured the founder of Dominate Web Media in episode 21, and that was Keith Krantz. In this episode with Ralph Burns, we talked a lot about Facebook advertising custom audiences, and around the nine-minute mark, we talked about the importance of custom audiences, so that's definitely worth having a listen to. The most important action step out of this was set up a Facebook remarketing pixel on your site today. Don't wait even if you're not going to be doing Facebook advertising in the foreseeable future. The reason is a remarketing pixel starts collecting data on your audience from the moment you set it up. And that information will be useful to you when you eventually do start Facebook advertising. And by the way, the quickest way to get started with Facebook advertising is create a post on your business page and click on boost post. That's your gateway drug to Facebook advertising, as Ralph Burns calls it. Episode 15, Google AdWords Success Secrets Revealed with Mike Rhodes. Mike Rhodes is one of the leading authorities in the world when it comes to Google AdWords. He was mentored by Perry Marshall, and it would be fair to say that Perry has passed the mantle onto Mike in recent years. Mike and I talked about Google AdWords and remarketing. Something I really liked about what he said was his two rules to succeed online, make it easy and make it relevant. He talks about this at around the six minute mark in the episode. So you might want to check that out. The key action step from that podcast episode is get started with Google remarketing on your website. This is the highest leverage activity you can do. That's what Mike said himself. And I completely agree. So remarketing in terms of the 80-20 rule, it's the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to Facebook as well as Google. Episode 16, how to use video marketing to really grow your business with Ryan Spanger. Ryan Spanger is a true gentleman and I really enjoyed talking to him on this episode. Video is a powerful form of social proof and before people make buying decisions, they are looking for proof. They want reassurance. Video is one of the strongest forms of proof out there. For example, let's say you're looking at getting a bathroom renovated and you come across a video demonstrating an excellent renovation and a customer testimonial on that video. You're going to be much more likely to buy, right? So getting started with video is very important. According to some predictions, 70 to 80% of content will be consumed in video in the next two to three years. So the action step is get started with your YouTube channel if you haven't already got one and start uploading videos there. And by the way, collect video testimonials as often as possible when you deliver a good customer experience because you can always use those testimonials later. Episode 17, Seven Reasons Timeboxing is Essential to Real Productivity. Timeboxing is really important when it comes to increasing your productivity. It sets realistic time projections for your tasks. Because you restrict yourself to specific time slots, you tend to feel less overwhelmed. Timeboxing allows you to allocate high energy tasks to the time of the day when you're most productive. In my case, it's in the mornings. If you work in a corporate environment, meetings can be your biggest enemy to productivity, so timeboxing really solves this problem. Setting aside specific time slots for tasks tend to hold you more accountable and increases your focus. That's where the Pomodoro technique comes in really well. Timeboxing is a fantastic way to tackle procrastination, and timeboxing works beautifully with the Pomodoro technique. So these are the seven reasons. The biggest takeaway from this episode is to start using the Pomodoro technique, which is about working in 25-minute chunks, followed by 5-minute breaks, followed by another 25-minute chunk of work, and so on. It's a great way to tackle procrastination, and it's a great way to develop momentum. Episode 18, How to Build an 8-Figure Business with Buck Rizvi. Buck and I had an awesome chat on how he built his 8-Figure Business with repeatable systems and creating an excellent organizational culture. 
some of the interesting things he said in the episode were he asked himself what do we want this company to be he talked about creating a sense of purpose and an attitude of service to a large number of customers he talked about this at around the 13 minute mark in the episode another thing he said was figure out ways to prioritize what you're working on what are your top 3 to 5 things and then what's the top of those 3 things communicate that to the team there were so many great insights that bug shared in that podcast He said so many great things about building a good team culture. He talked about Zappos and their attitude to service. I really think it would be a great idea for you to listen to the whole podcast episode, but if I had to pick one action step, it would be this. Figure out a way to decide on your top 3 priorities and communicate the most important one to your team and work through the list and then create another list of 3 priorities and so on. Okay, episode 19 was web design success secrets with Greg Merrilies. He had an excellent story to share about how he got started with design and his persistence was an inspiration. He talked a lot about the importance of spaciousness in design and simplicity of design, but the most important point I think he made in that episode and this is the key action step and that is make sure that every web page on your website has one call to action. If you have more than one call to action, you're going to actually reduce your conversions because your prospect is not going to know what to do. So keep things simple and have no more than one call to action for each page on your website. And finally, episode 20 was with the founder of Raven Tools, John Henshaw, and we talked about integrated marketing solutions. We talked about how to get started with integrated marketing solutions, how to future proof your brand, and the importance of establishing the strength of your brand we talked about tracking attribution the main challenges with implementing integrated marketing solutions and a little bit about john's experience with facebook advertising so it was a very broad discussion but the most important thing he said and this is the action item do your research find out where your audience or your prospective customers hang out are they on facebook are they on a forum somewhere and once you've found this out then start applying your targeting tactics he talks about this at around the 29 minute mark in the episode so that's a wrap for part 1 i've discussed the first 20 episodes and the key action points in part 2 i'll cover episodes 21 to 40 probably and then do part 3 for the rest so listen out so look out for the next episode part 2 of the series i hope you enjoyed this please stop by and leave a review on iTunes if you did and share this with as many friends as you can your referral is the ultimate compliment